so, you know, just starting off, just first off, tell us who you are, give us your background and how you got involved with Dharma Dreams Vocational Center. Well, my name is Joanne Burke Sherman, and I have a pretty varied background. Uh, if you go back to college, I was a math major and then went on to my MBA for finance and marketing. I went off to corporate America and I did the whole uh, building database systems, marketing database systems. I used to manage large cross-functional teams so that we could call you during dinner and send you junk mail, you know, really, really high quality stuff. Uh, but eventually I had children and my firstborn had a disability. It was not evident immediately. It came to light little bit later. Mm -hmm. And so he kind of helped me launch my first business outside of corporate America, which was a holistic health business, because I really wasn't a fan of all the doctors pushing medications on him from a very early age. So I did that for about 10, 11 years, and all the while advocating for my son in the school system. And I really was looking for something different than what the schools were offering. And I, quite frankly, tried to get them to do it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but the whole time in the back of my head, I was thinking, well, I think this is something I'm supposed to do because there's a lot of red tape and it's slow going in the school systems. And so eventually there was just a variety of synchronistic events, including uh, one of the vocational schools that I thought was going to help me. The superintendent was really fabulous there, but mm -hmm. he ended up retiring and, and a whole slew of other things happened. I said, yep, these are all the signs I'm supposed to do it. Mm -hmm. And so I decided to launch this program. Yeah, that tends to happen a lot where it's a, it's a parent who, a lot of nonprofits we've talked with, it's like a parent or someone directly impacted by it, you know, sees a need and kind of fills that need and it becomes like a a whole big thing. So it's interesting. Yeah. So for those who don't know, what is Dharma Dreams Vocational Center? Well, part of it's in the title in that it's a vocational program, but it's really a job training program for adults with cognitive disabilities, so in the age 18 to 26. And it's to learn skills in the trades, such as landscaping, painting, and plastering. Right now, if you were to go to my website, dharmadreamsvocationalcenter.org, it actually lists five programs there. And originally, that's where I wanted to start, was with five programs. But we definitely ran into some issues with mm. being a startup and a little bit of a no-name and, and the size space that I wanted. So I did downgrade to two programs. However, I leave the five up there because I think it's a point of interest for parents visiting mm. the site because my intention still is to start with two and grow into more. However, I am open to different programs depending on what I see as the need from other parents who are giving me input. Okay. So what do you consider your role within the organization? Well, I'm the founder of it, yeah. but as many founders in a startup business, you kind of wear all the hats. Right. So uh, I am, well, I'm not, I haven't added podcasting to my list yet, but <laughs> I, I am the social media person. I mm. am the fundraiser. I am the networker. I am the CEO. I, you know, I really am yeah. doing a lot of things. And so I just try to balance my time as mm. best as possible to do it. Now, do you have full-time staff? Is it part-time people? How's it, how's it work? I have a board, mm -hmm. uh, so they are supporting me. However, they're not, it's not their full-time job. So right. they help me with a variety of things. For example, one of the women was actually working on one of the handbooks for the program, and mm -hmm. they help with little bits of things. But not. I, I mean, I pull the majority of the weight here in it because it is my full-time job, not right. theirs. Yeah. Now, when you're out in the community networking and all that, 
what's what do you when people ask you what the mission is what do you tell them what's what's kind of that elevator pitch you give to them well i think for me i feel it's about purpose so dharma is a sanskrit word right. which means uh, life purpose or calling and dreams of course so it's something that all of us have we have dreams about doing different things in life and i feel like this is about providing life purpose to people because everybody needs a reason to get up and go in life and i feel like we're falling a little bit short here mm -hmm. the a lot of these kids are not being given the job skills that they really need to have to go out and be successful in life and it, it's great that we have disability insurance yeah. however it's not really right. uh, a great living. It's not a lot of money to live on. And if you look at the statistics and special needs, there is a high percentage of depression. There's a high percentage of addiction. And even in the prison systems, there it's reported that 25% of prison inmates will say that they were in a special needs program or special needs class at some point in time. And when you think about that, it's yeah. kind of horrifying. And I think we can right. do better. Absolutely. So you know, you've kind of answered this right, but why is why is it so special to you? Well, it it is special to me because I am a mom who mm -hmm. has seen the need for it. But it it's I'm creating it because of my son, but not necessarily for him. He's now 23, right. okay, and he may or may not attend this program. But I do know what it's like being in the trenches of a parent every day. I mean, all parents have their struggles, right? right? But when you have a special needs child and you're just trying to get out the door in the morning, I know for us in middle school, literally it could take hours to get out the door. So it was highly stressful at that time. And so I just want to make change for the parents that are coming up the line mm -hmm. because it's it's for the kids first and foremost so that they can feel good about themselves right. and have life purpose. But it's also for the parents because, we, I mean, every parent worries about their kids, right. right, and their futures. And ultimately, you just want them to be happy. But if we can help them with their confidence and self-esteem and feel good about themselves in life, then I think we've done all right as parents. <laughs> What's the biggest needs of the organization right now, if you were to? Well, there's a lot of needs. Uh, the the big need that I have right now, which has kind of been surprising for me how long it's been taking to, uh, to do this, but is to find a building, a space that we can host it. I'm in the middle of negotiating a place in Braintree, mm -hmm. but we're looking for roughly 6,000 to 10,000 square feet, and it's wow. called flex space, meaning I need a little office, I need some classroom space, yeah. and then, of course, the workspace where you can get dirty with the painting, plastering, mm -hmm. and landscaping stuff. So uh, maybe there's someone wonderful out there that was willing to donate a building. I would be so happy about that. But in the meantime, it's just eyes and ears. You know, let me know if, mm -hmm. if this... I've been to the finish line a couple times on some buildings, and it hasn't happened. And I'm very hopeful about the one I'm working on now, but I just got to put it out there that that's yeah. a big need. And yeah. beyond that, of course, it's fundraising mm -hmm. is huge. One of the things that I feel is very, very important is to make this program accessible to right. all people. And, of course, when you're dealing with special needs, the classroom size is small. Mm -hmm. You have special needs teachers, vocational teachers, you know, more staff yeah. involved. So that obviously increases the price. And quite frankly, we're looking at low 40s right now for uh, tuition. And I do anticipate that we would get private pay for uh, quite a few people. But I know realistically this is not affordable for right. many, many families. And so it is important to raise the funds for that because I I want I don't want anyone feeling that they couldn't go because of yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 
Um, if people want to find, find out more about the organization, where can they go? Well, of course, the website, which is dharmadreamsvocationalcenter.org. Uh, social media is another area. So currently, we they can look me up on LinkedIn, which is Joanne Burke Sherman. Mm-hmm. And then I'm on TikTok, actually. I started that. Yeah. I, I got only got a few few things out there, but we'll, we'll grow that a little bit more. And then Twitter and Facebook are probably the bigger ones that I yeah. use for typical social media. What about if someone wants to like get involved or volunteer? Where what areas can can people help out in? There's lots of areas that people can help help out on. You know, it's it's sometimes tough to figure out ways to delegate uh, mm. to, to to folks, but I think there are ways that people could get involved with the again social media. If someone's really good at that and wants to create posts for me, that would be amazing. Fundraising, of course is huge. I do the newsletters. You know, if someone had a, a great newsletter they want to do or write a blog post, yeah. uh, if there's a grant writer out there, I mean, there's so many areas. And and quite frankly, I'm open to creative ideas. If someone is listening yeah. to this and they have a way that they think that they could help, I'm willing to talk to them. Perfect. So as we know, the nonprofit world can be really rewarding, but at the same time, it can be challenging to navigate. What's the biggest challenge you've faced so far with the organization? Well, I think it's the wearing of all the the hats. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I'm doing my best to balance it all, but I know I could be working 24 hours <laughs> a day. And so you just have to say to yourself, Rome wasn't built in a day, and yeah. you do what you feel is the most critical thing right now that will help the business get launched. Uh, ha- finding the building has been more challenging. Like I said, we've been to the finish line a couple times, right. and it just hasn't come to be. But Again, I'm, I'm a believer in right time, right place. I try to keep it all positive, and when it's meant to be, it'll happen. Yeah. On the flip side of that, what's the most rewarding thing? That's, that's I happening. really enjoy the process. I enjoy the people that I'm meeting. I, I'm, I'm a lifelong long learner kind of person, mm-hmm. so everything that I learn along the way, I <clears throat> enjoy learning. But really, it's been the kindness and generosity of people. So for example, when it comes to fundraising, I have a long way to go, but my most generous donor so far actually came because one of my friends who lives in Virginia, mm-hmm. she p- shared a Facebook post. So please share any of my posts because you never know what happens. Right. But one of her friends said, oh, that looks so interesting. I want to talk to her. And it, it took us probably about six months to connect. Mm-hmm. And I thought maybe she had a special needs child mm-hmm. that she just was interested in a program like this down in Virginia. And I'm always open to talking to people. But we spoke for a while about it. She loved what I was doing. And at the end of our conversation, she told me she wanted to donate $15,000. So that just, it takes you off guard when people do that. But it's, it's amazing. They're I think the news media focuses so much on negative things right, happening out does. in the world. Really but do. you know what? There's a lot of good happening yeah. out there, and it's people like that that makes it yeah. good. Yeah, I was just curious because I was wondering like how people were finding you and connecting with you. Like, well, I think that, that well, one, I'm, I am trying to get out there and network. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, hopefully this podcast finds a few people who are interested. Sure and, it, you know, you got to do as much as you can mm-hmm. to get out there and, and spread the word. So I do ask for people to share the posts. If there's families that have a particular need, I'm open to talking to them because this is something that's going to evolve over time. And I, and I try mm-hmm. to make myself as accessible yeah. as possible, do talks when I can, and 
just try to spread the word. But it is it's a small it's a small startup. Yeah, so yeah. Is, is your target audience kind of like South Shore? Is it Boston area? What what's the South Shore is where I am aiming right now. As far as a building, to be honest with you, mm-hmm. so I live in Braintree, so okay. it just happens to be that this building is in Braintree. But okay. I have actually, I was to the finish line on a place right here in Marshfield, mm-hmm. uh, and one in Norwell, and so mm-hmm. I'm looking all over the place to see where the best location is. Yeah. But South Shore is really mm-hmm. what I'm thinking. If we do this podcast, let's say we do this again, in like two, three years from now, where do you, where do you where do you think you'll be, or what's kind of what would you envision success being at at that point? Well, one, having it launched. Right. <laughs> <laughs> having it launched, I am confident that it will get filled because the classroom sizes are, are pretty small. And I, know, and I 100% know there is a need. But, th- but beyond that, like I said, I have the two programs. I envision expansion to more programs and getting more opportunities for kids because just – just like everyone else in the world, yeah. everyone has different interests and right. different talents and different skills. So I want to be able to offer different things to different people. And ultimately, you know, if you keep going down the years, you know, 10 years or yeah. so, I really believe this is something that will spread right. to multiple locations because the need is absolutely yeah. there. And just from parents that I have spoken to, it gets really, really challenging, mm-hmm. especially after age 22. I don't know if you're familiar with the IEPs. Oh, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So those end at 22 and there are some services out there after right. 22 but really a lot of parents feel lost and don't right. know what to do and I had talked to a dad who called me about the program and he had an autistic child who was no longer able to right. attend in these program he was a contractor he now was working part-time because he's trying to help his yeah. kid and he just was was stuck and right. I don't think the families should give up their jobs because they feel mm-hmm. stuck. We have to find ways to support yeah. our kids and get them out there being more independent. When you're going around talking to people about the organization, what's that one thing that surprises people? They like they don't like, "Oh, I didn't think about this." Well, I, you know what? I, well, so there's a variety of things, but one I really am not – I don't call this a school, really, yeah. because I don't focus on the academics. So it's not about the social studies and science because I think those are the stressors for kids who mm-hmm. with cognitive disabilities yeah. or math, for example. That's a stressor for everybody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or yeah. I was a math major, so not so much for me, but, you know, for most people yeah. it, it is. But the, the other part of it is – and I think this has to do with my holistic background that I came into it okay. from – I really want to focus not just on the job skills. I want to focus on the whole person. I am a huge believer in the power of positivity, the power of mantras, uh, mind-body techniques, meditation. All these are great calming techniques, which all of the world could benefit from. But this group in particular has a pretty high level of frustration and stress. Mm -hmm. And so I think if we can help them manage all of that, then they'll be in a better place to manage the job situation and the learning and and all of that and 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 just life really it it, it helps life <laughs> yeah definitely so wrapping up is there anything you want our listeners to know about dharma dreams before we wrap up today well i think those are definitely key pieces uh, to to all of this meaning that it's what we do is a holistic approach i think that it's important for people to have a reason to get up and go. I think it's important for everyone to build their confidence, their mm-hmm. self-esteem, and you know, really just make this world a better place. I, it's there's a lot that people can do, and mm-hmm. 
this is just one little thing. Uh, academics needs to change, or the focus of schools, I think, needs to change. Yeah. Let, again, we all have talents. Let's focus on the talents that we have mm-hmm. and not the deficiencies that we have. And the schools kind of force you into the deficiencies just because they got to check that box off that we, we covered this topic. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, I want to thank you for joining us today and want to wish you the best of luck with the organization. Thank you. I appreciate you having me.